Hey y'all, you're listening to episode 40 of Eco Chic, a podcast all about practical science and sustainability. My name is Laura Diaz. I recently earned a master's degree in climate science and solutions, and I'm really excited to be hosting this podcast about general climate change education and personal sustainability efforts. So things that are not necessarily common knowledge, but totally, totally should be. Eco Chic is a fun place to just make us all more responsible citizens of the planet at the end of the day. So I'm really excited to be coming at you today with 10 easy ways to reduce your waste in 2019. So I hope this goes along with a lot of our New Year's resolutions to live a little bit more sustainably. I'm really excited that so many people wanted to hear about this. I asked in an Instagram poll a couple of days ago if you would be interested in hearing about zero waste swaps or cotton clothing, the environmental impacts around that. And it was pretty 50-50 for a long time, But ultimately, we are going with 10 easy zero-waste swaps that you can implement in your life like today, today. And I hope that this is a resourceful, helpful episode. On the topic of being resourceful, I do want to let y'all know that, as always, there's a blog post associated with this episode. So lauraediaz.com is where I do all of my writing, and I upload episodes directly there, and then it gets sent out to other platforms wherever you do listen to your podcast. So a little plug there, make sure that you send a rating and review if you're enjoying this podcast. It's super, super easy. But anyway, there is always a blog post that's associated with it, and it always has references and resources if you want to dive a little bit deeper into the information of that particular episode. And because today's episode does include quite a bit of products that you could use in your life, just swapping over to more zero waste options as opposed to your usual mainstream day-to-day products that you might use for some of these activities. I am going to go ahead and have those things linked to Amazon in the show notes if you're interested. I believe you can click through links, at least through the iTunes app, but if not, you can find all of these links at lauraediaz.com with today's episode. And I think that just makes it really easy to find everything in one place if you just want to like overhaul your life right away. I think that's a lot of easy, fun things that you can do just like straight on Amazon, and I made it really, really easy for everybody. So that being said, I do want to first kind of introduce the idea of zero waste before we get into today's episode. So zero waste is something that I started thinking about when I moved into an apartment complex that did not recycle. So this was about two years ago, and it really got me thinking about that hierarchy of reduce, reuse, recycle. A lot of times we associate reduce, reuse, recycle as like all equal options because we look at them in a flowchart with a little recycling triangle but actually it's a hierarchy. So the first thing you should do is reduce your consumption of whatever it might be, and then you should reuse whatever you can. So if you have a jug and you can fill it with something after you've used it for its original purpose, that's reusing. And then the last option should be to recycle. A lot of the time the zero waste community does also put repair and rot into that category of that like of that hierarchy. So repair would be like if you rip a pair of jeans and they have a hole in them, it's better to patch them up as opposed to buying a whole new pair of jeans. And then rot goes with composting and food waste. So food waste is a really big issue. I'm not getting super deep on it, but we have talked about it before on the podcast quite extensively and I do have a whole blog post about how to compost, how to start your own composting system, what is compost, etc. It's called Compost 101 and you can find that also on lauraedias.com. But anyway, I want to introduce the idea of zero waste. Something that really stuck with me that I heard from Celia Risto, who was on the podcast over the summer, she founded Zero Waste Chicago. She said, zero is an asymptote. And that's something that really stuck with me because it's so true you want to be zero waste and zero is something that you're always gonna strive for but you can never truly achieve. Think about medical waste or what do you do if you are a single use contact user 
um, things of the sort. So those things can be recycled, but that's not truly zero waste. So something also to think about when it comes to zero waste is that it can be really intimidating for a lot of people because a lot of the time, if you Google zero waste, if you look up the hashtag zero waste, if you look at the big quote unquote influencers, like the big dogs in the zero waste community, there's always these mason jars full of their trash of the last five years. And I think that's terrible. I mean, A, the mason jar thing is a little bit dumb in my opinion because it only really thinks about the trash that you're bringing into your home. It doesn't account for the trash that you are either producing elsewhere. If you're going to a restaurant and they're not composting, you're not really zero waste, you know, if that doesn't go in your trash jar. So you have to think about the scope of which you are considering yourself wasteful. But that's just something to think about. So I don't really like the term zero waste. I don't really like the um, stigma around the zero waste movement. I think it's a really, really great thing to strive for. But I'm also a really big advocate of doing what you can and living your life in the most reasonable way for you. So the only way that a habit can be truly sustainable is that if you can see yourself doing it without a reasonable end in sight. So make sure that you're doing things that work for your particular lifestyle. So if you are someone who like needs to put small water bottles in your kid's lunchbox every day because they're constantly losing their reusable ones, like that's fine. Do what works for you. Do what works for your kids. So you know what I mean? It's just like think about the ways that all of these things can fit into your life and do them if they work for you. If not, find an alternative. But all in all, I just want you to be a little bit more mindful about the trash you produce. And for that reason, I'd like to introduce the concept of low impact. That's how I like to describe my personal lifestyle because I do still buy some things in packaging and I do still recycle when I can. So I do want to kind of introduce the word low impact because I think that's a lot less pressure on people if you're talking about a low impact lifestyle as opposed to a zero waste lifestyle. So I live as close to zero as I can, but it's also again about what works for me and what works for my lifestyle. So I do want everyone to take that with a grain of salt, just like zero waste is great, but also we have to live our lives. It's 2019 and we can be as sustainable as we want to be. And if you are a mason jar trash person, like more power to you, congratulations. And I applaud you, really I do, because that's a huge feat. But also, if you can just think about how you are living yourself day to day in a little bit more of a mindful practice, I think that's also a really, really helpful habit and takeaway from the zero waste movement. Lastly, I do want to just point out to everyone, they say a lot of the time the easiest way to start reducing your waste is actually just take your trash bag and go through it. Like figure out what it is that you're throwing away and that's where you should start. If you just have a ton of styrofoam takeaway containers, maybe a good way to move towards zero waste is either bringing your own container or starting to make more meals at home or whatever it might be. And that's something that you might not essentially think about when you're thinking about your waste you might again just think about your plastic water bottle usage or like you might think you're doing a great job of bringing your shopping bags or whatever it might be but again just go through your trash like figure out what it is you're throwing away and where you need help so i think that's a really really powerful tip that uh again a lot of zero wasters do encourage people to do just to take an inventory and figure out where you need to really think a little bit deeper about trash that being said let's get into today's 10 tips for easy zero waste swaps so these are all things, again, that you can implement in your life right, right away. I'm gonna go ahead and start off with the big four. So number one is water bottles. If you are not carrying a reusable water bottle, like, come on, it's 2019, there is no reason for plastic water bottles. Unless you're living in like Flint, Michigan, there is absolutely no reason for you to be not drinking tap water. Make it a habit of just having an attractive water bottle, something that you think is cute that you're gonna to wanna to carry around anyway. Leave it in your car, leave it in your like in your office, leave it in your gym bag, whatever it might be, wherever you forget your water bottle, quote unquote, just have a second one waiting for you there so you don't slip up. 
The second item of the big four is a coffee mug. So I think this is one that's easily overlooked a lot of the time, especially if you have like a midday coffee run or if you're going to a coffee shop for a little meeting in the afternoon, whatever it might be, a coffee mug, bring one with you. Again, this is an easy thing to just like leave in your office. If you know you go to Starbucks every day at three o'clock and you just happen to forget your mug, think about it that way. It can also be a money saver at a lot of coffee shops. You will save a little bit of money on your coffee long-term. So that could be really helpful, something to consider. Number three is straws. I am a really big fan of stainless steel straws. I like to have one in my purse. I have a set at home. I think they're really chic on a bar cart as another plus, but plastic straws are an easy thing to just refuse anytime you go to a restaurant. You don't really need a plastic straw a lot of the time. So just something to think about. Straws are an easy thing to cut out and not necessarily need to replace. Number four are shopping bags. So a lot of the time people associate reusable bags with groceries, but I want to go ahead and take this opportunity to point out that you can also bring a reusable shopping bag to other places, bring it to the store, bring it to a thrifting event, bring it to wherever it might be. Anytime you might acquire a plastic bag, go ahead and just have a shopping bag with you. It's not just the grocery store. I like to have really tiny fold up ones just always in my purse or in my backpack or wherever it might be. I have a couple in my car because you never know when you're gonna run into that opportunity. Now, moving on from the big four, on the topic of shopping bags, number five, easy zero waste swap, is bringing in reusable produce bags. This is something that I love to preach because produce bags are really, really silly. Like plastic produce bags, think about it. If you are bringing your own shopping bag, but then filling it with other little tiny plastic bags, it's like really not that sustainable. And for some reason, we don't think about produce bags. And produce bags are something that you typically throw away right when you get home. Like how often do you keep everything in their produce bag for the whole week of groceries or whatever it might be? So produce bags are super, super wasteful and super unnecessary. Number six tip for zero waste living is wool dryer balls. So wool dryer balls would replace your typical dryer sheets that are disposable after a single usage. They're natural. You can put some essential oils on them if you're really into the scent of a dryer sheet. I put eucalyptus on mine, my mom does lavender, but they're an easy way to just like de-static your clothing and just keep everything super sustainable and not have to throw anything away. A really teeny tiny swap that you're probably not even gonna miss your disposable dryer sheets. Tip number seven is to compost. So either compost on your own or compost through a local composting system, a pickup service. Composting your food waste is a really, really easy way to cut down on the amount of trash actually going into your trash can. And actually food waste that is landfill bound does produce methane, which is approximately 24 times more harmful than carbon dioxide. So it's a really powerful greenhouse gas and something that we can easily avoid. They say about 40% of landfills are actually food waste and that's super sad and super, super avoidable. So think about ways that you can either repurpose things, like maybe you want all your veggie scraps together in the freezer and then when you have enough, you can put them in some simmering water and make your own vegetable broth. So think about things like that if you're not composting, just how you can repurpose certain scraps. But I think composting is a really easy way to lighten your environmental footprint like right, right away. Number eight is to shop secondhand. So shopping secondhand, thrifting, of course you can get some great deals on clothing, you can find some really cute outfits, but also it takes things out of the waste stream. It takes textiles out of the waste stream. They say the average lifespan of a t-shirt like from H&M is something like six months, which is really, really sad, and then it's immediately landfill bound. So if you are shopping secondhand, you are contributing to that zero waste lifestyle and that idea of a circular economy where things are just constantly being reused and repurposed. 
Tip number nine, pick up lonely bananas. So this is something that actually applies to all fruit, but I think lonely bananas are the ones that really, really stick with me. If there's ever a basket of just single bananas at the grocery store, I highly encourage you to please pick some up as opposed to going for another bunch of bananas because at the end of the day, those are all getting tossed, which is really sad. And they're perfectly good bananas. They're just like all the other ones. And if you have too many, you could always freeze them for smoothies, make some vegan ice cream, whatever it might be. But pick up lonely bananas. I think that's something that we do not talk about enough. And on that same topic, think about ugly fruit or things that are slightly bruised or accept the amount of produce that is not necessarily perfect. So I think that's something to just really look out for because again, as we said, 40% of landfills is actually food waste which is really sad and they say about a third of the food produced in america is not even set to a table because it doesn't meet our standards quote unquote of perfect produce so really sad again so a lot of ways that we can reduce if we're just thinking about single bananas if we're thinking about a, like a bell pepper that's a little bit bruised or an apple that might not be as shiny as the other apples or whatever it might be so just think about that when you're grocery shopping Tip number 10, carry a reusable utensil. I think a utensil is something that I get tripped up on a lot. If you're going out somewhere and you might have your cup ready to go and you might have your bag ready to go, but if you get a meal somewhere and you don't have a utensil, they're gonna give you plastic utensils to throw away. So that's really easy to either thrift your own set of like a little silverware that you're gonna keep in a bag or it could be really easy to carry around a spork. That's what I do. Mine's a camping spork that I got from REI. Again, always linked on Amazon, but it's really easy to just like always have thrown one in my backpack and one in my purse, never know when I'm gonna need it. But a reusable utensil is a really easy thing that people forget about sometimes. That's it, quick and dirty. I hope that was helpful for y'all. Your easy 10 swaps that you can make today to live a little bit more zero waste. At the end of every episode of Eco Chic, I like to answer a question that I've gotten either via DM or via email or whatever it might be. And today's actually comes from one of my very, very best friends, Dana, who texted me the other day asking what to do about plastic bags. She was like, I still get some plastic bags, but I line my trash can with them. Like, what do people use if they're not taking plastic bags? What do I do about this? And what if I have too many plastic bags? And I was like, oh, Dana, let's get into this. So the deal with plastic bags is that you cannot throw away typical shopping bags in your recycling containers because a lot of the time that plastic is too thin. It stops machinery and it ultimately just gets landfill bound just like everybody else. So the way that the conveyor belts work, those little plastic bags and those thin sheets of plastic, um, a lot of the time saran wrap is the same sort of way. It's all classified the same. You just can't recycle that because it's too thin and it can't really be reused anywhere way um, because it is so thin because a lot of the time to reuse plastic you do have to just thin it down a little bit and then mold it into whatever its next life is going to be so you can't actually recycle those plastic bags in a regular recycling system anyway something to consider is that you can take them to particular locations to recycle them so target if you have a target near you by customer service, there's five trash bins. There's one that's um, like a regular trash can, a recycling bin, and it's usually two recycling bins, like one for plastic and one for glass, um, depending on where you live at least, like where I live, they're separated. But then there's a battery e-waste recycling. If you have like old cell phones, if you found an old iPod, batteries, things of the sort, you can put that at Target's e-waste recycling. And then they also have one just for plastic bags. So that's a really helpful one if I have acquired plastic bags. That's where they go. Um, some grocery stores do have them as well here in Arizona. I know Basha's recycles them, Safeway recycles them sometimes, some of their locations. But yeah, just a lot of things to think about. Just keep your eyes open wherever you do find big time plastic bags. So grocery stores and Target are like my go-to answers. However, on the topic of trash cans, I think Dana has a really good point. 
So I occasionally, gonna be honest, take a shopping bag and use it as a trash can liner because it doesn't really make sense to be going out and buying plastic bags of the same size and then using them instead of, do you see what I'm saying? Like you're buying exactly what you're throwing away or you're buying exactly what you're recycling. So it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. So if you are acquiring trash bags, I encourage you to switch over to shopping bags anyway for, if anything, just to like save yourself a little bit of money. But long-term, I think it makes the most sense to reuse those as opposed to recycling. Like we said earlier, it's hierarchy, reduce, reuse, recycle. And if you need to take a trash bag every once in a while, you can't feel guilty about it. Like just do it. It doesn't make sense to buy small trash bags. I mean, like I understand larger trash bags buying them if it's like a kitchen thing or like a gallon one. But if it's like a small bathroom lined trash can, like don't buy those bags, like take a plastic shopping bag. And then if you have too many, recycle them. Think about using them like to pick up your dog poop, honestly. Um, Wow, I can't believe I just said poop on the internet. The thing is like, if you're buying those doggy bags, it's the same sort of thing. You're buying a plastic bag that you're also recycling or you're also reusing or reducing or whatever it might be. So it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense in that way either. So with that, I just encourage you all to like be mindful, do what makes sense for you and do what makes sense like in the long run. It makes logical sense to use a plastic shopping bag as a trash can liner. That is it for today's episode of Eco Chic. I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had a good time. If you did, please leave us a rate, a review, and make sure if you're listening to this on Tuesday, you still have a day to enter last week's Jade Rolling giveaway on my Instagram page at Eco Chic Podcast. And then please keep your eyes peeled for another giveaway happening on Instagram later this week, which is really, really exciting. And with that, I hope you have a really great day. Feel free to DM me any specific questions or any requests of episodes. Oh, and I almost forgot to tell you guys. I mentioned in the last episode that we are making some big changes. There's gonna be two additional episodes every month. So it's still gonna be every Tuesday, but then every other Thursday, there's gonna be additional episodes of Eco Chic let out. So I'm really excited about that. It's gonna be six total episodes a month. And this week will be the first week of a Thursday episode. So there will be five total episodes having come out in January. And then and from now on, it's going to be six episodes a month. I'm so excited. If you have any ideas, please go ahead and let me know. Y'all have been giving me such good feedback and I've been like diving deep to figure out good guest speakers and topics that we want to get into. And with that, please go ahead and let me know if you enjoyed this episode. I love hearing from y'all and I hope you have a really, really awesome day. I will see you on Thursday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.